This call is being recorded. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Critical Recovery. I had to go and take a look at the, the show title to make sure I was saying the right thing. It's been that kind of week. This is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign. My name is Crash. I will be the your DM for the evening. And I graded all 8th grade media arts final exams for my school system this week. Wow. All of them. Not just for my school. All of them. And all of our scores are going to average together. But whatever. Tonight, we're not going to be grading media arts exams. We are going to be playing (laughs) Dungeons & Dragons. And tonight, joining me are a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Ellie, and Jen. So what happened last time? We We set fire to the gnolls. Yes. There were gnolls and then fewer gnolls. I punched a lot of things. Well, you punched several things, and there were some things you punched. You punched, yeah, that's a word. Punched more than others. Correct. Also, I went and searched for fire gifs in Discord, and there's one that okay, that is a thing that somebody made. That that is that is a concept that someone had, and they've executed that concept. <sighs> okay, whatever. But yes, you had an epic battle with gnolls, mm-hmm. and there was much fun had by all who were not gnolls. Those who were gnolls did not have as nearly as much fun. And that is someone in a heat-resistant outfit dancing. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Adam Savage, but I could be wrong. Um, and now we have more gifs that are thankfully, graciously, not the one that I found and I want out of my brain. <clears throat> so you get a long rest. You all became level eight. Those <laughs> who are not here don't get to be... No, I'm joking. They're, they're also <laughs> level eight. Yeah. Ryan returns next week, and I say, okay, well, sorry, you're level seven still. But there's still a walking armory, so I don't don't think that'd be too much of a problem. I'm not doing that to them, but still. Uh, And it is decided that you are not going to live amongst the goblins for the rest of your lives. For some strange reason, you all seem to be agreeing to this as an option. Um, and now we have, oh, happy day as a GIF. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> um, Thandrin, I'm assuming, because uh, Chris has not given me another character sheet to look over, that you are deciding to leave with the party. Yes. I am assuming, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that it's not so much that you have a good rapport with this party, which you might, but it's that they're not goblins. Yes. Okay. And that is, that is like 100%. <laughs> well, it works out. And it turns out that there is a town about two days walk. So that helps. <laughs> I'm sorry? He also doesn't know where he is, so that helps. Okay. Uh, well, there is a town that's about two days walk north uh, called Crater that uh, Cesium has told you about. Uh, he tends to go through there as he's doing various trading and whatnot with his alchemy business. The town used to be called um, Watson, but Uh, it stopped being there about a decade ago and was left to to ruins for quite some time. But recently, some halflings from the north moved down and started settling in that area. They've been there for two or three years now. And they decided to rename it Crater because there was a giant crater in the middle of it where the town used to be. So you can all rejoice. It's no longer named for a pun <laughs> or an Abbott and Costello skit. Yeah. There, but don't worry. Husan and Idano are still in existence. 
Actually, I wiped out both of those two, didn't I? Yes. The, the physical yes, towns are still there, but the actual... The foundations are still there. Are gone. <laughs> yeah. But but I wiped out most of the citizenry. <laughs> yes. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Um, so in any case, there is actually a, a small town there. Uh, they tend to mostly raise goats and sheep. The area around there isn't really good for farming by, like, plowing fields and planting crops because it's way too rocky. But animals can eat around that just fine. So that's what they're doing there. And from there, it's not too long a trip to get to the long road that goes around the entirety of Circulus. So you could go anywhere you wanted after that. But Crater would probably be your first stop because it's the closest. And you can actually you know, sleep in an actual bed that wasn't made by a goblin, which had all of you packing, I guess. <laughs> um, Ansel, not Ansel, that's someone else. <laughs> that sounds entirely. Amos is choosing to stay a bit longer to make sure everything is set up properly. Um, it might be because Emerson is choosing to go with you and they're having a bit of a falling out because Emerson had uh, um, had tried to say, hey, do you have time for me to talk to you about my personal lord and new savior, Tarish? And um, Amos was more along the lines of, we've already done this once. I'm not just going to every new God of Righteous Causes that shows up. I'm sticking with this one for now. Um, but Emerson is going with you. The good doggo appears to also be very interested in going with you. And it's two days journey, but you'll only, if you make good time, you will only be spending one night in the wilderness. You should get there, in theory, before sundown on the second day. And which should be fine. Well, you know, if if you stop to smell the roses or go on side quests or decide that you're going to deviate from the DM's plans in any way, shape or form, <laughs> the DM is here for that and will support you. But that means it won't be two days travel. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the DM is going to roll a die. All right. So on the first day's travel, um, what's the highest passive perception? Hmm. I don't know. Let's see. For me? 19 for me. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, let's see. <clears throat> Passive perception. This is what I get for not having your character sheet open already. Yeah. No, uh, I, I don't. It's a 13? Pa oh, pa oh, that's insight. Never mind. It oh, is 10. Okay. Ellie okay. was right. All right. It's a 10. Okay. Um. So... Fun DM tip for any DMs who might be listening or aspiring DMs. Every now and then, just ask your players who has the highest passive perception. Don't give a reason. There doesn't <laughs> need to be a reason. Just ask. To keep them on their toes. Mm -hmm. Also works for asking them to roll perception at random moments. That way they never know if you actually mean it this time. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's, it's probably fine. And it does seem to be it's, fine because the first night... It's not like we've all died before. <laughs> um, well, Thandrin might disagree uh, with that statement. <laughs> uh, okay. Thandrin might have issues of, yeah, we've, we've all died before. It's fine. It, that, that first death is a doozy, but after that. <laughs> what? Oh, do you mention to Thandrin that you've all died? I can't imagine I would have brought it up. Yeah, I can't. I did not <laughs> think that was canon there, you know? <laughs> Just making sure that... Um, the reaction that we got from Thandrin was out of character and not out in character. character. 
Because let's face it, in this game, sometimes it's hard to tell. (laughs) (laughs) And also the other two games that we play together. Hmm. All right. So the first day's travel is very much uneventful. Every now and then you come across an area that looks like the gnolls went through here, but there's no sign of actual living gnolls since the epic battle you had last time. They it looked like they scattered pretty much. Uh, so you find a good spot to hunker down for the evening. You make camp. That's all well and good. Um, in the morning, everyone roll me a perception check. Perception check. Okay. And I also need to roll. Not a saving throw. Perception Dirt. check. Okay. Done. I've got a nine. Okay. All right. You notice nothing out of the ordinary. We are all going to die. <laughs> I mean, yes eventually it's that scene from Doctor Who I'm going to die well, so am I eventually don't you dare okay I'll try not to alright so morning of the second day everything is fine you break camp someone cast mending to fix it <laughs> that joke will not get old for me and you start heading north again and after a while I'm not going to require a perception check I'm just going to rely on passive perception um, everyone starts to notice what appears to be... It's hard to describe. You want to say it sounds like someone's voice being muffled. But usually if someone's voice is being muffled, they're not as loud as what you're hearing. Even Morley notices this. Oh, well, it must be very obvious then. Yes. I'm going to say that Zuda can pick up the differences and thinks that there might be two voices that are both muffled. Can we tell what direction they're coming from? Oh, to the north. You're going that way anyway. It's rather convenient. Well, then let's keep going that way. Alright. Do you try to be sneaky about it? I was just about to ask, should we try and be sneaky about it, or...? I will probably have to take off my armor if we do. No, that's probably I'm sure not be fine. Thing. I don't know. I mean, we don't know why they are making strange voices at us. Well, you just heard a scream Okay. Uh-oh. that stopped, and now you hear more muffled voices, but still just the two muffled voices. They Perhaps are very, not. very different from the voice that made the scream. We should probably check. Uh, probably, yes. Somebody, yes. or maybe it's too late for help, but someone else may need help soon. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Okay, well, give me stealth checks. And if you're not trying to be sneaky, roll at disadvantage, but give me a stealth check anyway. <laughs> I have a 10. (laughs) I have an 8. Well, I rolled a 10. (laughs) And I could argue that ties go to the attackers, so in this case, Morley is able to not be heard. Um, Okay. But Zuda, however, wearing chainmail, is heard. As you come into what appears to be a clearing, it's a freshly made clearing in that a lot of trees have just been knocked over. And there are two of the largest ogres you've ever seen sitting in the middle of this clearing. They have a bag between them, and it looks like there's several pairs of legs sticking out of their mouths. Oh. Oh, no. That seems like something we should do something about. I'm going to roll for the other one. Okay, so only one of them notices you. The other one reaches into the bag pulls out what appears to be a halfling. They're screaming, and they go and put this additional halfling in their mouth. And then you hear them say, How how far away are they? They're about 60 feet away. 
Oh, okay, that's easy. Um, but the other one has noticed you, and they're just looking in your direction with the feet in their mouth wiggling futively. Ugh. Well, how close are you? <laughs> because if you were close to either, they're looking at all of you. I mean, I would assume we would have spread out a little bit, but if, if we were together, that's A very happy bird sings off in the distance. Yes. <laughs> that or they're screaming at the sun. I don't know which, but it is daytime. If it notices us, I probably can. And it's Sorry. up to you guys. Sorry, I missed that. Repeat that? No, we, we, didn't, we didn't say we were spreading out, so it's fine. Okay. 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 We, we've already said it, so it's... Say it's done. Okay. But Drop this is it. probably the point where I'm going to have to roll for initiative. Oh. Okay. I was going to get my funny line in there first. I'm, go ahead. Drop it. That doesn't go in your mouth. Drop it. <laughs> That's inspiration <clears throat> if you don't already have it. <laughs> I have a 20, 17 plus 3 for initiative. Oh, since Ryan's and not here, I'm going to take 11. the advantage. Doesn't help. We're just going to say Ryan is here, but Ryan is fighting an additional enemy just off camera. That'll do. And that <laughs> fight's going to take just long enough for the rest of you to finish this fight. Ryan is just off camera, smiling and laughing, too. <laughs> and let's see. Thandron got uh, a seven. Yep, I'm rolling purely. You're, you rolled all those 20s before the game started. Yep, yep. And that's a 10 for Emerson, which goes to 10. Hmm. And I put in negative nine 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 for Ryan because I'm not removing them from the encounter. Mm. And remember to press the auto roll initiative button, or else I have to do this all over again. Okay, Morley, what would you like to do? Um. Okay. Are we are we all ready to fight these things? We cannot just leave them to eat these people. If well, there are no complaints, I'm going to. Emerson has up. already drawn his weapon and is getting ready to charge. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm prepared to fight. All right, so I'm going to use <clears throat> Eldritch Blast at the one that is eating someone right now and uh, see how much damage uh, Which one? They both have several sets of legs sticking out of their mouths. Okay, the one that saw us. I'm hitting that one. Okay. I've got 18 plus 6 for 24 to hit. Yep. Okay. And the damage is 9 for the first hit. All right. Probably didn't do much, but... And then I get to do it again. On the grand scheme of things... Not much, but every little bit helps. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I get to do it twice. I'm going to hit him again mm -hmm. if I can. Got 18 plus 6 for 24 to hit. That will also hit. Okay, damage this time, 8. All right. Um, right now, no one has done more damage than you. True, true. So that that is something <laughs> you can be happy about. Okay, and that is the end of my turn. Okay. Also at initiative 20, I rolled for the halflings. They wiggle their feet helplessly. Oof. Zuda, you're up. I am. You got an 11, didn't you? No, I, I don't think so. I don't know. Did I? Yes, I got I an 11. I got an 11 for you. <laughs> it, <it's, laughs> it sounds weird because we just did initiative 20, but the next highest roll was 11. Yeah. So there's a, there's a large gap where you just all stare at each other. One of you casts two Eldritch Blasts, and then there's just a pause, and you just all look at each other like, I, I thought we were doing a thing. <laughs> we're, we're not doing a thing? I, I thought we were. But now Zuda goes. Uh, okay, well, in that case, um, I am going to... Zuda gonna... prints out a document. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I heard the machine in the background. Yeah. I am going to cast Guiding Bolt at uh, the one who doesn't seem to have noticed us yet. Or didn't. Hadn't. 
I think they're starting to come around to noticing after the Eldritch Blast, but sure. Yeah. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. That will hit. All right. They are fairly large targets. They are. For 17 damage. That's a coincidence. Sure. Uh, and and now, now the ogre is going. You're not 100% sure there are ogres. You've never seen one this large. All yours, Thandrin. Okay. Oh, no well, Than- Thandrin doesn't go next. It's Emerson next. Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay. All yours, whoever attacks next. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Emerson um, charges forth, decides to not use their shield ability to teleport into um, either of these creatures' mouths. They've decided that is not the best plan of attack, but they are going to go for the one that was Eldritch Blasted. Emerson goes forth. He's the first one to charge. Well, he's the only one who has a credit card. <laughs> you you left Thava to handle all the finances before, and Thava's not here. That's true. Um, so that's a twenty-five, which would normally be ten points of damage. So I'm going to put that in, but we're going to flavor that with a smite, make it a bit more spicy. I'm gonna click the right button <laughs> with a mighty one additional point of damage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's psychic damage, which is nice because this is a wrathful smite. But that also means we need to make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened. And everyone knows ogres are canonically very wise. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) So this ogre takes 11 points of damage total and is now very scared. The other one looks like they've been swimming in glitter. Fandrin, what would you like to do? The one that had been gayed and bolted. uh, I would like to run at. I'm going to say yes, because... Um, let's face it, if I gave Emerson the chance to get there, I'm going to give you the chance to get there. Okay. Canonically, if we went by how far away they were, then I would have to say no, but we're ignoring that. I'm going to take two punches. So I'll do the first Wouldn't one. you rather give them? Sorry, bad joke. Ignore it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to take two punches. First one's an advantage because of the guiding bolt. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 15. A 15 will hit. Okay, second one is a 10. A 10 will not. Okay, so seven points of damage. I'm okay. going to dump a key point to Flurry of Blows, two additional strike, 13, and natural 20. Um, Both of those will hit. One of them hits a bit more than the other, but both of them will hit. Pret is eight. The other one is 10. Uh, and I'll do extract aspect Okay, so what do you want to know? All the things. <laughs> All the things. Well, they were born on a Tuesday. No, um, that's a lie. I don't know when they were born. They didn't keep track. They were they were born on a day. They're fairly certain. Uh, and they were named Thump after the sound that they made when, when they landed. Uh, they have no weaknesses or immunities. Okay. They have a very low armor class because they're basically damaged sponges. Okay. And they are certainly not giant ogres. They are hill giants. Hill giants. Which you, being from Faerun, or no, not Faerun. Um, Xandria. Xandria. Uh, you being from there, you, and also being a monk of the Cobalt Soul, which is basically a knowledge sponge organization, would understand that they're hill giants. Everyone else is native to Circulus, and they're just thinking, I guess those are really big ogres. Um, can I... On to my two flurry of blows, do a stunning strike. You can certainly try. Okay, so I'll do the first one. So, what is it? Uh, 13. DC con 13. Oh, uh, that's a nat 20. Okay, 
second flurry. See if that one works. (laughs) I'll be very amused if it does work because these are giants. They have a very high constitution. I know. But I'm here for you if this works. Uh, Yeah. Man, that's a seven. It's stunned. (laughs) You stunned a hill giant. Wow. I stunned a hill giant until the end of my next turn. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be fine. For everyone else. So the one that's stunned, we all have advantage on attacks. Okay. Uh, well, with one of them stunned and the other one scared, um, the good doggo is not going to attempt its fearsome bark because that is single target anyway, and it makes them afraid. Um, well, actually, no. It's going to try it anyway because that's um, that'll do 3d6 psychic damage, so that is better than its normal attack. It's still going to try the fearsome bark. That is a DC 13 wisdom save on the one who's stunned, and that's a 10. So, nope. I'm going to do average damage to speed things up. All right. Next up, a small hooded form runs out of the forest to the side and attempts to stab the scared hill giant with a broken sword. And that's a dirty 20. Wow. They're as surprised as everyone else, and I'm going to do average damage. Of course, this giant is only scared. They are not stunned. So as soon as the stabbing happens, the hill giant, who has still not spat out the halflings, just turns and looks at the small form. And there might be more than one person who's scared right now. The hill giant picks up their club. Now, there are you've seen some good clubs and some bad clubs in, in your days. I'm not going to ask Thandrew what parties he's gone to. Um... <laughs> This is a really good club. One could argue this is a great club. And that is a 19 to hit. Emerson uses his shield's ability as a reaction to switch places and takes 18 points of bludgeoning damage for his efforts. That was a significant chunk of his hit points, even at level 10. Um, Hill Giant B regrets life choices. As a stunned character, that's pretty much all he can do. Morley. I'm going to hit the one with the club with chill touch, which will give him necrotic damage if it works. Uh, have a 12 to hit. That will unfortunately miss. Okay. Uh, I think I can only do that one try once. One action. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was worth a try. I don't think I can do anything else after that. Okay. It, it was a valiant attempt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the halflings go at the same time you go. There are some muffled cries. You think you hear one of them say, Why is there so much glitter? <laughs> Even though it's faded by now because attacks. Zuda. Making sure I have a correct lay of the battlefield. We have two hill giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them still have halflings in their mouths. Yes. I keep wanting to say kobolds. Um, Morley is back with me. Mm-hmm. Fandrin and Emerson are up with the hill giants. Yes, each of them is attacking a different hill giant. As is a third person who just stabbed one of the hill giants with a broken sword. Yes, who is still in front of the same one as Emerson. They were both attacking the same one, but Emerson swapped places. So they, they just sort of shuffled back and forth. Um, gotcha. And the good doggo is also back with you. Uh, they use their bark ability, which has a decent range in it, so they didn't need to, to rush forward. Gotcha. Hmm. And both hill giants are frightened because they both failed their saves for that. And also both giants, uh, well, one of the two giants is stunned until the end of Thandred's turn. 
So if you want advantage on attacks, I know which one you should go for. Right. I am going to Guiding Bolt, the one that isn't stunned, that's just frightened. Okay. That's a natural 20. You hit it a lot. For 25 damage. Okay. It doesn't like that. I also, there's that. a lot of glitter. <laughs> and also, they're bloodied. Has anybody but the halflings in the mouth taken damage yet? Emerson. When, when uh, he swapped Emerson. places, he took 18 damage from a great club. Ah, okay. Then I will toss a second level healing word his way. All right. For 10 healing. All right. Duly noted. And it is, I believe it's Emerson next. Yep. Yes, it is Emerson next. Emerson is going to repeat what he did last time by attacking with his Mace of Smiting. And he gets advantage because of the Guiding Bolt. He is, certainly does. That is a 25 to hit. The Mace of Smiting is really, really nice when you roll a nat 20 with it. Mm-hmm. But that has not happened yet. However, with advantage, it was twice as likely, in theory. Uh, that's going to be 11 points of damage. And since you're hanging back and throwing out heals, he is willing to use up another spell slot to cast another smite. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> His wrathful smite is not doing a lot. <laughs> One point and two points. It's nickel and diming. Uh, but that is another saving throw to see if they can cope. Nope. <laughs> That's a two. It is still very much afraid of, of the small orc. And next up is Thandrin. And Thandrin is muted. There we go. I said what I was going to do, but I was muted. <laughs> the one that's stunned, I'm just going to go all out on. First attack is 24 to hit. Yes. Second is 23 to hit. That's a miss. I'm, no, no, that's a hit. <laughs> Second damage, eight points damage. I'll do flurry of blows, strikes. With the 18 points of damage from the two punches, they're bloodied. 17. That will hit. And more. 23. Yep. Uh, two nine for the damage and the flurry. So another 18 points of damage. Oh. Yeah, they, they are more than bloodied. They're, they're at that state where they're sort of rocking back and forth right before you do the final blow. They're, they're a bit too large for you to reach out and just like steady them before you do the final blow, though. Okay. Is that it? Yes, that's all my, all my Okay. Point. For monks, I have to ask, because usually it's like half an hour later, you're still rolling all <laughs> the things. But okay. Uh, next up is the good doggo. Let us see if their bite recharges. Not their bite, their fearsome bark. They have a regular bark, but their fearsome bark. Let's see if that goes well. It does not. One higher would have refreshed. Uh, so they are instead going to rush forward and use a flyby attack to bite the one that uh, Thandrin's been attacking. It's a shame the good doggo does not have pack tactics. That would be hilarious. Yeah, I guess it doesn't have advantage. <laughs> okay, that is 11 plus 4, so that's a hit. And that's going to do 7 points of damage. And because it's flyby, it does not open itself up to attacks of opportunity by uh, rushing in for the bite and then flying away again. Next up is the small helper that joined the fray. Uh, they are going to attack with their broken sword again. I read this wrong. They actually get two attacks with the broken sword, so let's do that. Uh, the first attack is an 11, which is a miss. Second attack is a nat 1. They miss a lot. And now it's the hill giant's turns. Now, neither one is stunned, uh, but they do get to... And I, I was 
I made a mistake earlier. I only had this Sil Giant do one attack. They should have been doing two. Um, it is going to uh, go after Emerson because Emerson is doing more hurdy stuff, but that's a roll disadvantage because it's afraid. And that's still going to hit for 18 points of damage for that first hit. And for hit number two, that's still rolling a disadvantage. That's not... No. No. Hill Giant B. Well, they have one target. Fandrin. Hello. Actually, let me double check something with the good doggo. How long does their fear effect last? I think it lasts until the end of their next turn. Yeah. Um, so it is not rolling a disadvantage. First Great Club Strike is an 18. That's going to be 18 points of bludgeoning. Ow. Second attack is 27. Uh, yeah, that hurts. That's another 18 points of bludgeoning. For some reason, it didn't take kindly to being punched a lot. wonder why. <laughs> Morley. Okay, I'm going to go back to the Eldritch Blast and hit the one that just hit Thanthrin, uh, if I can. Okay. Got uh, 21 a 21 to hit. will hit. Roll your damage. Okay. Five. All right. I get and another next strike trick. if he's still up. He is still up. Okay, I'm going to do the second Even one. Even if he was down, he'd be up because he's very large. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, looks like I got 21 a again. 21 will hit. Roll your hit. damage. Okay. That one's a two. Okay. Still up. Ah. Oh, well. That's all I can do, you, I think. You are helping. You, I, I assure you, you are definitely helping. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zuda, there are two targets, and yet still is a target-rich environment. And one of them is rocking on its feet, is that right? He looks about to fall over. Thandra might want to take a few steps to the left. Okay. Um, I am going to toll the dead, that one. Boom. Wait a minute. I'd have to make a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. And hell giants are notoriously good at wisdom, I know. <laughs> I mean, they've failed every wisdom saving throw so far. <laughs> and that's a nine. <laughs> On the die. <laughs> so, which brings it up to an eight. Ah. So how much damage? That's a total of 12 damage. How do you want to do this? Oh. Um, however, Told the Dead works. <laughs> okay. Uh, necrotic damage, so... It melts their brain type thing. Yeah, it just sort of decays them. Yeah. And hopefully okay. they don't fall forward. That's well... Fine. I'm kill monk stuff. Thandrin, give me a dexterity save. I was oh. thinking more about the halfling still in their mouth. Mm. Oh my god. Natural one. <laughs> Fandrin, you, you have a moment where you're recovering from the significant amount of damage, the over 30 damage that was done to you in the last round. And as you're bracing yourself to do the next cool monk thing, you realize that the shadow that you're in is getting larger. And you look up just as this hill giant with brain stuff leaking out of its ears and its head a very sickly looking color. Worse than before, actually. Congratulations, Zuda. You managed to make a hill giant more disgusting. <laughs> I very pride in my work. <laughs> as you should. As you should. Um, so, Thandrin, I'm going to treat this as another great club attack because I can't be bothered to do anything else. Okay. Um, so go ahead and take 18 points of bludgeoning damage from Hill Giant. I am blood. I am like on death's door. <laughs> and also somewhat buried under adipose. You you can use an action next turn to break free because th there's not an active struggle right now. Okay. Next up is Emerson, who still has a target. Sorry, I was going to use oh. my bonus action to. Oh, go right ahead. Reward. 
Okay. Uh, third level healing word at Thandron for 12 healing. Yay. Damage there. Tanks get healing. Yep. That's what we, that's, that's what happens. All right. So now it's Emerson's turn. And Emerson is going to do another, like, what he's been doing seems to be working. So he's just going to keep doing it. Okay. Yeah. 27 is going to hit. That's 11 points of bludgeoning damage. And, oh, this time I roll well. Okay, so that's six points of psychic damage on top of that. And another wisdom saving throw. I do not put the damage in the good doggo. Oh, wait, what's the... That was actually high enough that I need to check and see what the save DC is. Nope, not high enough. So it is afraid still. It spent this entire combat petrified of the small orc person. Thandrin. I'll use my action to climb out of the corpse. <laughs> well, out from under it. You were never actually inside of it. Okay, that, that works that, too. That was the fate of different characters. That works too. Um, yeah. I'll then use my bonus act to one on strike the other hell giant. Sounds like a plan. It's 11. N- unfortunately, not quite high enough. Okay, terribly. All right, next up is Good Doggo, who I keep saying they have a name. No one's asked. <laughs> um, we can't ask the dog. The, 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 the common. That joke is not going to stop being funny for me, though. Let's see. How is their bark? Nope. So it is going to do a bite. Um, 11 plus 4 will be a hit. That is 7 points of damage. Next up is the small friend. Uh, that's going to be a hit. That's a dirty 20. Followed by... Uh, that is also going to be a hit. And if I take the average damage from both those strikes, they manage to slay the hill giant. How do I want to do this, Crash? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. They hamstring the giant, and as it falls down onto one knee, it jumps up on the other knee, then jumps up from there and slices the thing's throat. Fandrin, give me a dexterity saving throw. God damn it. Twenty-one. You easily dodge out of the way of this one. Okay. To the point where bystanders looking at this are not quite sure that you dodged. Perhaps the hill giant just swerved towards the end. No. No, you weren't standing there before. You did dodge. You made it look easy. (laughs) The only thing that's made it look easy. (laughs) I mean, you did most of the damage that happened to hill giant B. So. (laughs) All right. So victory music plays in the background. Um... And the halflings start trying to climb their way out of the mouths because they're not physically being held in there um, by living beings anymore. And apparently there's a few halflings that are still in the bag. But we've been playing for almost an hour. So what do you say we take a short break? Okay. Yep. And we're back. And you are uh, in a hilly landscape that was not quite as hilly as before, uh, with a significant number of halflings, about 14 of them, uh, some of which were very much coated in hill giant spit, uh, some of which were in the bag. Uh, There were also a couple sheep and some goats in the bag and two wagons. 
and one of the halflings spends a bit more time in the wagon. No, I'm sorry, in the bag, and then comes back out, and they are holding a loot. So, uh, okay. Thanks for saving us. That was a uh, that was a nightmare. Yes, it probably was, but we were here, so you are. We were glad to be of assistance. Yeah. So, uh, safe to say that if you're ever in the town of Crater, we're we're happy to give you some free accommodations, whatever you like. That's actually where we're heading. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, well, I imagine that many of the buildings are still intact. Uh, I'm assuming. My barn got flattened. Okay, well, I'm sure most of the buildings are still intact. I'm assuming the hill giants attacked the town and then dragged you off here to have a... How many halflings can I fit in my mouth uh, contest? They said the game was called Stuff Stuff. That's terrifying. One of the ones that is still coated in spit says, You're telling me! Well, they shouldn't trouble you anymore. They are quite dead. There's a few that are kicking the bodies right now. Yeah, that's fine. Understandable. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, the cloaked figure with the broken sword, halfling size? A little bit smaller than halfling size. And they are currently being held in place by Emerson, who's not like... Emerson is not holding them by the scruff of the neck. He's just standing there next to them with one hand on their shoulder in a way that one would do to show comfort or support, but... Also, Anyone with a passive perception over 10 realizes that that is a very firm grip that is keeping them from trying to run away. I'll walk over. The person with the, the cloak is very clearly a goblin child. Okay. Kneel down to their level. So, follow us? They very slightly nod. You know, it's dangerous out here, right? Especially for a child. Take the footage of them nodding slightly and just loop it. You know, we have to, wait, you know, we have to waste time and take you back, right? They shake their head no very emphatically. All right. Why are we not taking... No head movements. I imagine this is like a cartoon character where their head is a slightly different color and it's the only part of them that moves. (laughs) (laughs) No, they have a collar. (laughs) Um, I want to be strong. Yeah, going up against two hill giants when you're a child is not a way to do that. That's a way to die. I mean, we went up against... An entire null horde. You had to help with this. Yeah, yeah, and I was helping you, and you helped me. That's how it works. That doesn't mean you can uh, rush in and try to take down one of these big things on your own, though. You know? I literally took down one of these big things. (sighs) How old are you? Do you know? This many. This many. Okay. I count how many fingers they're holding up. Um, they don't seem to have decided how many fingers to hold up while you're counting. Okay. This many. That will do. They are very clearly smaller than a full-size goblin. Oh, Beyond no. that... Wouldn't someone be missing you back at your home? Meh. What about, what about the grandmother of the village? You think she might miss you? Notice you're gone? Wonder what happened? Maybe, but she keeps calling me young man. What's your name? <laughs> this I is your name? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Interesting. For name. simplicity, you can call her Burp if you want to. <laughs> I can do that. That's a that's a that's wow. <laughs> okay. Goblin name. C- sure. Canonically, the last time, like when I introduced the Goblin Village, I did say that a lot of them had very simplistic names. <laughs> Burp. 
Okay, so you are too young to adventure. You realize this, yes? Burp looks over at the hill giant whose throat she just cut and looks back at you. Zuda. Yes? You're a cleric of some kind, right? So I'm informed. Do you you happen to have the sending spell? I could tomorrow. Please don't. Ah, there we go. There's a reaction. I don't want to go back. You're not coming with us. When? When? When the horde attacked and you helped, that was that was the first time in my life that I'd ever not been afraid. I didn't know what that was like. I want others to know what that feels like, too. I can help. But if I stay in the village, I'm just going to be farming. Why do we always end up with a bunch of kids in our company? <laughs> it's like a running theme. It is a running theme. Because thing. you don't know how to say no. I know how to say no. I'm trying yeah. to say no. One word, one name. Mm-hmm. Meepo. Yes, that's my first thought when this started happening. I'm like, oh, followed you here, doesn't want to go back, oh no. <laughs> you know? That's exactly what popped into my head. And uh-huh. that's why I'm saying no this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love Meepo and Vex and Meepo are adorable together. Mm-hmm. No. Also, what don't forget to- Peter. Okay. There's, there is a, there's a theme here. Didn't we murder his parents, though? Um, no. Not actively, but certain decisions were made that led to his parents' death. You could actually blame decisions made by a certain NPC, sometimes villain, sometimes ally, named Sheriff Aldente for that. So, But at the same time, his, his, him tagging along with us was because... Because we felt bad because his parents died because we couldn't stop it. So that I, I get. This one is just no. Put down. Put down. Look, can I? I can come with you, or you can send me back, and then I leave again anyway. But then I'll be on my own. God damn it! Can I pull aside the halfling who initially thanked us for saving them from the hill giants? Sure. Uh, they introduce themselves as Red. Red. Uh, full name Red Herring. Oh. That is literally in my notes. I put it in there earlier. <laughs> You're the worst. I changed their name. I was going to have it be a different name, and then I said, no, this is funnier. Hey, I, thought, I think I saw you in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think so. I'm from up north. Oh, what am I doing? Do you have a blacksmith in Crater? Uh, one of the spit-covered ones raises their hand and says, yo. Excellent. Would you take an apprentice? I've got to. She's eager to learn, and no, I'm with not. Someone around to help <laughs> teach her how to use a sword. I already know how to use it. I killed a hill giant. It's you broken. keep forgetting this part. It's broken. Makes it easier to carry. It belonged to a knoll before. So you scavenged it from the knoll. That's interesting. I mean, it wasn't using it anymore. Right, exactly. I set them all on fire. Well, most of them, not all. To confirm, we're already a days away from the goblins, yes? You are. A day and a night away from the goblins. Mm. And I rolled a nat 20 for their stealth check earlier, where you would have found them on the way. Oh, no! (laughs) Okay. Well. I am willing to drag this goblin back to the encampment on my own and meet up with you guys in Crater. Just going to have the goblin follow you back here. She seems very intent on being an adventurer despite that she is a child. 
I, and I feel I feel very intent on not having blood of a child on my hand for allowing this to happen. I'm not sure allowing is the word. <laughs> this one has made up their mind. We can at least protect her a little bit and then, you know, tomorrow maybe see what the grandmother has to say or whatever the sending does. I've known her for less than ten minutes and already she seems impetuous with a total lack of respect for authority. A born adventurer. Pretty much, yes. Oh dear. Hmm. I just realized I'm describing Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't let her hear you say this. (laughs) Canonically, Ryan is here for this conversation. Right. Just off camera. Bad. Uh (sighs) What time of day is it? It is early morning. The sun's Uh, been up for a few hours. All right. Since it's pretty obvious we're not going to, we're going to have to take this kid with us, regardless of what we all want to do, and we're not. I mean, I don't have to go with you. I'm just not going home. Yes, but if we just let you go off on your own, again, your blood, our hand, our heads, when you get yourself killed. Did Did you see the hill giant? But if you were oh, not here... Listen. I mean, normally we're CR lower than one. I, I'm sure I got enough experience points to level up at this point. Whatever you those got, are. You got luck. You and got if we were not here to help you, you would not have been able to defeat them on your own. You need to bear Not mind. even one of us on our, by ourselves could have done this. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty sure he could have, and she motions over towards Thandrin. That hill giant almost killed me. And your friends kept you alive. That's what we're saying. You're not going off on your own if you refuse to go home. But if you refuse to let me come with you, I'm not staying home. No one there understands me. I'm agreeing with you. God, listen for once. When has listening helped anyone? Right now. All right, I might murder a child. <laughs> oh, no, don't murder a child. I understand no. what it is like Their to blood will literally be on your hands because you didn't want their blood on your hands. Yeah, this yes. could be a problem. Yes, I'm okay with this. <laughs> There's no point. You're not going off on your own, refusing to go back. You're staying with us, then. Uh, you give me strength. The dog comes over and sits down right next to Burp. And yeah, does the happy dog smile thing with her tongue hanging out. Does anyone have a dagger or something we can give her? I have a crossbow. I mean, this I is bigger than my dagger. It's why I've been using this. Crossbow is probably a better idea. It might be. You could do it from range. Is it a hand crossbow or a full crossbow? Because uh, one of those might be crossbow? larger than Burp. It's a light crossbow? Um, That is a significant percentage of Burp's body weight. Okay, this will not work. Uh, not so much. Okay, uh, let's see what else I might have. Um, I got my javelin. I give her my javelin. It's just like a pointed stick. It, it is literally a pointed stick. But to be fair, a, a real-life javelin is literally a pointy stick. Mm, true. True. It's all about... Oh, I do side. have a dagger. Okay, G- give her the dagger. <laughs> <laughs> I will give her my darts. I will tell you canonically, daggers do less damage than this broken sword. Oh, uh, okay, I will give her my dart so she can stay at range for a little bit to be safe. Hmm, what else do I have? Give me an insight check when you hand her the darts. Uh-oh. Uh, 21. Okay, so she very begrudgingly takes the darts, but you can tell she's very happy to have them when she makes every effort to show you that she's not happy to have them. If you're going to be with us, you're going to learn to defend yourself. Weapons and hand-to-hand. 
got it. Okay. Perhaps we should have this conversation while we're walking. It's a good plan. Yes. Oh. Can this be a short rest? Because I want 28 health. <laughs> oh. Sure. It can be a short rest. You've been hanging around long enough after this conversation. Um, and picture, if you will, that there has been some circular conversation taking place more than what we've already had. <laughs> Yeah, so everyone's a bit more on edge than they, than they would normally be. <laughs> um, so when do I learn spells? It depends, actually. Maybe we'll keep, many ways, maybe. but I I, I want to do the thing that, that Ryan did with the with the flying and the wings and the right. That that is yeah. I cannot teach you this. To, no. We'd have to kill you and true resurrect you for that one. Okay, how long does that take? Uh, uh, a while, dear. Twenty-five thousand platinum and a lo- and someone who can cast it. I've got um three copper piece and a button. It's not enough. You don't want to have that happen. It's a very nice button. Maybe just stick with the darts, the dagger, and I'll teach you some how's that. Okay. There was a cart in the bag, wasn't there? Two carts, uh, but only one of them looks like it is salvageable enough to take back. Was there an animal that could be used to pull the cart? Um. No, apparently the horses were eaten first. Ah. But the halflings are loading their brethren who are too injured to walk into the cart and planning on pulling the cart themselves to get them back to town. I see. Well, we're walking some more, I suppose. Well, you've already walked over half the way. Yeah, so just keep going. As I am not a particularly strong person, I suggest that Ryan and Emerson help. Hmm. Also not particularly strong. Same. Not so much. I'm going to... Well, Ryan does whatever Ryan does. I'm assuming that Ryan helps, if I'm not reading too far into the character. Emerson definitely does help with the cart. Emerson goes over to help, and I'm going to roll for Emerson. Let's do a a strength check. Let's let's see how that goes. With his 19 strength. Um, so that's a six. (laughs) Oh. oh, no. Emerson is doing his best to help, but... Let, let, let us let us handle this. But at the same time, spends the entire time feeling like the halflings are, are doing more work than he is. The problem is that the side that he's on is the side with the blacksmith. Uh. <laughs> so they're doing a lot of the pulling. It's a gnomish um, car, so there's a locking mechanism. Oh, here's the problem. You go over and you push the little lever on the wheel. It was on on one side, but not the other. Right. So he was just taking the cart in circles. And there's one little bit of gum on the hub for the wheel. So you keep, as you pull it forward, it keeps having that thump, thump thing. Every teacher's bane when they're rolling a cart down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, the good doggo does a thing where they walk around behind Burp. Then they duck down, go between Burp's legs and stand up, and then Burp is unceremoniously riding the good doggo. There is a squeal and then laughter. They have a mount. They have a mount. (laughs) A flying mount. Meepo can be jealous. Meepo just had a goat. Right. Mm -hmm. A magic goat that disappeared, but never mind. Magic goat that that disappeared, yes. (laughs) Yes. What What the heck is this gif that I'm looking at? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. It's it's all it's all I can look up. <laughs> the it last is, one. Yeah, it, it is very distracting. <laughs> it's what came up when I searched for burp. Oh. 
<laughs> I mean, that is brutal. Okay, I, I could also see that that Jif explained as mansplaining. Yes, that too. Yeah, thank you, Laura Bailey. You speak for all of us, including the DM. Thank <laughs> you, Laura Bailey. I, I appreciate that the Laura Bailey GIF that you posted was no the other one not <laughs> not the other one, one of the many other ones yes one in particular that you enjoy way too much um, I don't know I what you're don't you dare a, I don't know what you're talking about I found a GIF of, <laughs> of Andrin <laughs> <laughs> okay see during that entire exchange Chris was also doing that <laughs> <laughs> also doing that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the next time Eo is playing with us because um, there is going to be Something some exposition that no one else can, literally no one else can encounter. Hmm. There's going to be a what? That no one exposition. Else can ah. Okay. Also, suddenly we have a child. Yes. Yeah. It was a quick pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> Instant. I was told it was three days of labor. Mom never let me forget it. Uh, we have this. If we have this little goblin child, and we we are stuck with this little goblin child, hold her in the weapon of mass destruction. I think she probably wants to become <laughs> one. Okay, Thandrin has inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to turn this goblin child into a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, already a goblin, so... I mean, it worked for Meepo. It's adventuring. It worked for Meepo. Meepo became mass destruction, yes. And and Meepo only needed to to be able to cast the spell Friends. Yes. Which, canonically, she learned from Vex, so Vex did turn her into (laughs) a weapon of mass destruction. (laughs) Well, there you go. I have a track record of this. Okay, so the rest of the trip to Crater is relatively uneventful. Um, not the easiest going with the cart, but many hands make light work. If we do take any breaks along the way, I will take burp and <laughs> I hate it. And sure, a couple of hand hand to hand techniques to try and make her okay. not defenseless. Um, give me an insight check. Okay. Again. Ah, great. I'll use the inspiration. <laughs> Oh, okay. Even worse. So nine. Okay. Um, Burp seems rather attentive and quick to pick up on your techniques. Okay. Um, I'm assuming you've been showing the more basic things. So you, Burp has not learned flurry of blows. <laughs> basics. Basics are basics. Like but, burp, but Burp does know how to keep her thumb on the outside of her fist instead of the inside of her fist. Okay. Already better than the other goblin. Good job. I learned it from <laughs> watching you. Okay, you just use them. Throwing it back at me. All right, uh, you get to crater. Apparently, you don't see a crater. There's houses around a very large circle that takes up most of the town, but the circle is basically a roof structure. Uh, you are told that they put the roof over the crater to turn uh, the entire concave area. Yes, I love that, Jeff. Matt Mercer's a national treasure. It doesn't matter what nation you're talking about. <laughs> it also sta- it also stands with what you're describing. Yeah, this is not normal. But the town they found was not normal. And they said, hey, there's this giant hole in the ground that's like a dome shape. Let's turn that into an amphitheater. So basically, it's a community center. Huh. 
They had to do something with it. Uh, there were a lot of votes towards turning it into a lake in the middle of the town. There were some votes about filling it in, to which the immediate question was, with what? And many of the answers that were given were considered not worth doing. Um, so at the end of the day, they decided, let's turn it into this. And that's what they did. Uh, many of the homes do look to be in disrepair, but a lot of them appear to be in disrepair because they were left vacant for 10 years. Uh, the ones that are occupied look like they've been fixed up pretty well. There's a few spots that have been demolished completely. Some of that's more recent than others. The older ones that were demolished, all that stuff was cleared away. The newer ones were probably the hill giants. But true to their word, you are given free lodgings and free meals for as long as you wish to stay. That's very kind of them. You literally saved their lives. And if any of you had precipitation, they appreciated that as well. I don't I'm pretty sure Ryan does. Oh, okay. I think so. Because EO's characters always have precipitation. <laughs> I mean, it's a good spell. Looking at the spells, yeah, yep, they have it. So yeah, no, no one arrives in town covered in spit, <laughs> un- unless the good doggo used its healing abilities, which it may have. Okay, so now what? Well, you could set yourself up in the inns. You can go exploring. You could talk amongst yourselves about what the heck you're going to do with a goblin child. Has any of you been a parent? No. A goblin child is a, is a big responsibility. You've got to cook for them. You need to clean them. You need to take them for walks. You need to <laughs> teach them how to stab things appropriately. I think we're working. When not this. to stab them. When to hold them. When to walk away. <laughs> when to run. The closest to, the closest to parenthood. For time, but... Didn't okay, catch well, all of that. The closest thing to parenthood and then there was nothing. Uh, crossing, the closest thing to parenthood for Dandern was teaching young acolyte. Okay. Well, during... Because um, you get... The trip was long enough that you were pl- you were going to get there right before sundown anyway, if there were no distractions. There was a distraction. So you get there after sundown, but they are very happy to, to give you uh, supper. And during supper, um, Burp is just staring at Thandrin for a while. Hmm. Where'd you get that? I'm assuming she's pointing at the iron on my head. I mean, I think at this point, everyone has stared at that at some point, because I don't think canonically you've ever explained what it is to the other characters. <clears throat> um, I got... Where did I get it again? <laughs> Where did I get it again? Um, it was sure. given to you by your superiors when they said, you need to go to Circulus and don't let this fall in the wrong hands. Wasn't that the book? They gave you this too. Oh, okay. Um, my... It was given to me by a dear friend. Oh. Can I have it? No. What if I say please? No. What if I say it'll help keep me safe? No. What if I say it'll help keep you safe? No. This is going to go on all night. I can just tell. It doesn't have to. If you want to try and get it, you know, certainly try. (laughs) That is... An 18. Give me a contested dexterity check. Check. This is Well, saves are four if damage is going to happen. 20. They are surprised. Well, not too surprising. They are a goblin. But they, they are very quick, very nimble fingered, but you're a monk. Doing this while just eating some food. <laughs> Be- because that was a 20, I'm just going to say that as, as you do this, like you don't stop your eating. You just casually, like, 
tilt your head towards the stew at just the right moment that Burp isn't able to grab it. That's right. Burp sulks. <laughs> you love cool things. I want cool things. When you're older. I am older. When you're significantly. You know, goblins don't live very long, right? I'm a day older than when I left. That's significantly older. Yeah, well, you're about to break the mold, dear. For the record, it's been two days. But I didn't say Burp can count well. <laughs> Burp also doesn't know how many fingers to hold up to tell you what age she is, so... Mm-hmm. You're about to break the mold. I can fix it! Oh, no. That's not that kind of break, but that's okay. It was like that when I got here. That's how you got here? I mean, usually when someone's talking about something that I've broken, that that's what I say. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. I see. Well, this will be interesting, if nothing else. Okay, <gasps> well... Well, Thandrin taught me the the punchy punchy stuff. Can, can you teach me the, those like the the dark energy beams? That was neat. How do I do those? I cannot teach you this myself. Why not? You learn to do it. If you yes, learn, it, you can teach it. Sort of. No, it's uh. Grandmother learned farming, and she taught it to us. That's how it works. Right. Yes. This does not work this way, and you do not want to go this route this young. Would I know that you're a warlock? I mean, I guess. You, you you watched him cast Elders Blast on multiple occasions. Yes. <laughs> okay, man. So if not a warlock, then a a very unusual character. I, I think there's... <laughs> bards can learn spells from outside of their wheel, wheelhouse, but they usually don't pick Elders Blast as the spell of choice. Mm-hmm. Kid, you probably don't want to go down that route. <laughs> not so likely, no. Mm-mm. Why? Hmm... I watched you set a whole bunch of gnolls on fire. Yes, this is true. This is true. But, uh... You didn't even break a sweat. No, of course not. But uh, I have some fire resistance. I won't be that affected by the fire I'm trying to kill the gnolls with. But um, some of these spells I just sort of uh, have. I did not learn. I cannot teach what I did not learn. Mm. I get it. It's like... Math. If you, if if you know what one plus one equals, you just know it. You can't really teach that. Um, okay, this will do. Yes, for explanation. Yes. Okay. Burp nods sagely, like they figured everything out. <laughs> oh my goodness. Spellcasting, perhaps Suda is a better option. In ten levels, you know full well that Burp is going to be like casting wish spells with the party. <sighs> <laughs> you'll you'll be fighting gods with with burp. Wouldn't be the first time. <sighs> In re- so for punching sword and sword fights, I can spellcasting. Not much. you know. Oh god, what? <laughs> there is a particular group that specializes both in sword fighting and in spellcasting. Red mages. You what do we call them? Suggesting in what D and D. Um, starts with a B, ends with an Ards. Bards? Starts with a B, ends with an Ards. Bards? Oh, like, like the people who sing and then do magic with their songs? Exactly. I, I tried that once. Oh, I was told to stop. Uh, well, that's apparently, why apparently I was told I do not have a mellifluous singing voice. I think that's the word they used. Mm. Anyone. Sing. I was told that. I was also told not everyone can sing well. 
Maybe you don't have to sing well to do the spell things that the bards do. I don't know. I've, I'm not a bard. I was also maybe. told that I could only carry a tune if it was broken first. There was a tale of a bard who used limericks to use ability. The DM is concerned that anyone would at any point suggest anything parallel to teaching limericks to a goblin child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so does anyone know a bard? There is dead silence. Uh-huh. Not on this plane of existence. What about mountains? Hmm? Well, you said plane. Ah, yes. Okay. I'm going to cut this child. <laughs> <laughs> That's not something I ever expected to say. Oh, no. <laughs> um, to be fair, most children in a fantasy setting would not immediately realize that there are multiple planes of existence. No, that's fair. Right, yeah. <laughs> that That is the least weird thing, I think, that Burp has said this evening. I think we know someone who has mentioned Bard. Is it Daldane? The, the Bard in question is Daldane. The person in question is Fiddlepunch. Also, I don't know Fiddlepunch. Is a bard, and Morley would definitely know this. Yes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and we have met. Have we Bob. met Mo? You you have I, met Mo. Yes. yes. Okay. In the dream so, sequence, yeah. No, not just Bob. in the dream sequence. Mo was oh, there I, in the flesh was, when when Terry right. was turned into a god. That's right. Uh, oh, right. Have, yes, you have. But but there wasn't any conversation about Mo being a bard. It was yeah. Mo being a, a very very wealthy business person. Right. Well, but so, Morley would know that Mo is a bard. Morley would know that, yes, but is wondering if it's a good idea to inflict him with a good <laughs> child. <laughs> so maybe somebody else knows another bard. Maybe. Goblin child on Mo. Do we want the risk of the goblin child making a pact with Asmodeus? <laughs> didn't Mo Somewhere on the other side of the continent. Was a bad idea. Yes, but Mo's the one that made it an option. <laughs> Somewhere on the other side of the continent. Mo just screams at the heavens, I'm sure it's just a phase. <laughs> He'll grow out of it. Next week, Morley switches to the Raven Queen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Orcus. I don't remember this one. Um, yeah. the, Demon the of Lord of the Undead. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> okay. In That's many ways, worse than Asmodeus. As, mm, no. Asmodeus can be the friendliest person you've ever met. Orcus is just death and destruction. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, so I know a bard, but not sure this bard would want to take on a tiny little goblin apprentice at this time. So I just need to be stronger when we meet him. Uh, hard to say. He's um, generally busy traveling. All right. Well, I'll just hang out with you then. That works. Oh, oh, I know, I know. Could you teach me the, the thing where you wiggle your fingers and, and, and people feel better? Call the bard. That's the thing? Call the bard. I don't have a sending, I don't think. No. Uh, Tomorrow, e every, time, every time they've had a long-distance conversation, Mo instigated it. So all the replies were replies. Yeah. Right. Tomorrow I will have sending, and we can send out inquiries. 
Okay. I don't know how it's going to go, but we can try. You, you could teach me how to heal people. That that That's a thing, right? I mean... Do you um, have any particular deity that you believe in or follow? Well, grandmother had one, but he was kind of icky. Right. I yeah, just... I don't know. We were all... It's the kind of thing where if, you, if you're a goblin and you die in battle, you, you go and fight in his army forever, and everyone's really scared of fighting in his army forever, because he's, like, really mean. I, I like this Terry-ish person you've been talking about. They sound cool. <clears throat> I guess and, and not just because Mr. Amos said that he wasn't interested. I, I, pick, I pick up the goblin child and walk over to Amos and, here, she's yours, she wants to follow Terry-ish. Wait, what? I'm assuming as he's saying, wait, what? You're already I'm turning already and walking away. I'm the child into his hand and walking away. <laughs> well, maybe this solves the problem. Yeah, problem solved. And people got on my case for hiring a lawyer. <laughs> oh, that was a mess, yes. I remember this clearly. I object! Yeah. I missed that. What? People were shouting at you for a lawyer? What Jen missed was the goblin child shouting, I object. Oh. <laughs> no, that's what I missed. Yes, but yes, the uh, people were shouting about the lawyer. I, I have the feeling that our goblin friend would not appreciate the god that I follow. Which god would that be? If you don't mind me asking, the god of sleep. But I'm, I'm not even that. tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> when would I know who that is from her? Um... Uh, it's a god that is limited to circulus. So if you want to roll a religion check, go right ahead, but it will be a disadvantage. Seven. Yeah, you have no idea who the god of sleep is on circulus. Oh, actually, I, I guess it's technically dreams. Yeah. Deity of dreams and nocturnal beings. But uh, in any event, I have a feeling that the, the goblin is does not look kindly on the concept of bedtime. I think that's. I don't think that's limited to goblins. To be fair, no, but thing. true. But uh, at this stage in her development, I suspect she will not choose a god associated with bedtime. No, probably. some I of mean, us cherish the sleep that we get. I mean, she seems keen to. <laughs> yes, Burp is standing right I, behind you again. I mean, sleep isn't so fun, but dreams are cool. Oh God. <laughs> She is also wearing um, Emerson's helm. You have to. Give it is it back a bit to too him. large for her head. See, it is not made for little goblins. You must give that back to him. Go. It's done. Nice to take this. He said I might grow into it. Well, yes, you might grow into it and be a penetrarish. Canonically, goblins never get large enough for an orcish helm right. to fit their head. <laughs> you know that. You know. You know. Be a paladin of Terriish. Listen to Emerson. He said the first thing I needed to do was armor up. Then he put this on my head. Oh, well, that's just different. Then says something about his stew. Hmm. It was hard oh. to hear with the helmet on. Also, it's really hard to see. Yeah, it wasn't quite the made for goblins. The helmet is also on at a 45 degree angle. <laughs> oh, at, no. <laughs> at best, at best, Burp is looking out of one of the eye holes. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor little thing. <sighs> Ooh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, I pull uh, one of my sashes out of my bag, tie it around her waist. There, you're a monk. Be happy. Yay, I'm going to go punch things. It's within reason. Um, 
burp stops mid-step with one foot in the air, about to go forward, and slowly puts the foot down, turns around, comes back to you and says, Define within reason. Don't punch anything unless I tell you to punch. What should I punch? Nothing current. Nothing what? Nothing currently. Then how can I do cool monk stuff? Perhaps we can ask the blacksmith if he has a training dummy. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. What, younger brother like me? Wait, what? He's no. a training dummy. You recall when you were teaching them how to fight, yeah. they tended to practice their skills on each other. Oh, right, yeah. Something um. a bit less susceptible to pain. Hmm. This is boring. I'm going to ask Quincy to show me how to bark. Everyone's scared wait, of his barks. Wait a minute. How, how did you know the dog had a name, or did you name the dog? No, well, I didn't name the dog. He told me his name was Quincy. I asked. This is fascinating. Can the dog talk? Well, oh. I know most dogs don't, but oh, no. I guess winged dogs do. Hmm. Did you hear the dog with your ears or in your mind? Yes. Okay. This is interesting. Where is the dog? Currently sleeping by the fire. They're doing that thing where they're running in their sleep. Oh. Probably chasing a bunny or something. <laughs> well. Burp, would you come with me, please? Okay. Are we going to punch something? Not quite yet. Heal something? I didn't hear the first part of that. Heal. Perhaps. Throw darts at something? Probably not. Eldritch Blast something? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't know how to do that. I just want to find something out. Okay. I'm going to look around for an animal. Okay. Give me a perception check. Uh, natural 20. <laughs> there is a cat that is up on the mantle of the same fireplace that um, the good ah. doggo is in front of. It's a black cat, so you, it, most people don't notice it very well. But it's sitting there looking very displeased that there is a dog. I imagine. Uh, Burp, would you kindly ask that cat its name? Burp goes over to a table, then comes back to you and says, Where's the cat? It's on the mantle over the fireplace. Oh, if you'd like the fireplace. The chair, Burp has Can a I take the helmet off? I really can't see much. Sorry? Can I take the helmet off? I really can't see much. I already took that yes, off. Yes, of course. I didn't hear you say you took it off. I'm sorry. I could see her putting it back on, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. If the, an authority figure wants you to remove something. Okay, that means put it back as soon as they're out of reach. <laughs> Thandrin takes the helmet off, turns, puts it on the the bar next to him, turns back, and Burp has the helmet back on. Actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so a, a de-helmeted Burp is now being held with the cat, and Burp goes, What's your name? Um, I think its name is Purring Sound. I, I, like, that's, that's kind of what it, it sounds like it's saying. Is the cat purring? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you. I just wanted to check. Okay. You want me to ask anyone else their name? No. Let's go find out if there's something you can punch. Yay! <laughs> I'll go looking for a training dummy or something. <laughs> and you know what? I think that's where we're going to end it for tonight. <laughs> yeah. okay. That's that's a great note to end it on. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris, Ellie, and Jen. Is there anything that anyone wants to plug? 
I run a social network at elekk.xyz. You can ask anyone on the site for an invite. Eels Mom writes back? Yes, at elizabeth-mccoy.com. Uh, I do a fortnightly uh, video game and nerd podcast. Um, we talk about all things video games and nerd related. Uh, find us at azrothctc.com. Podcast is called Azroth Ghost Ghost. I'm the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast at ShatteredSoulstone.com. As you may have guessed from the name, it's very much focused on Diablo games and all of that sort of thing. And it uh, a new episode comes out every week on Saturdays. Um, also, I have the uh, my website is Book of Jen at BookofJen.net, and it also has a lot of Diablo stuff on there and a wide range of other things based on whatever I feel like putting on there. And that's again at BookofJen.net. Also, three fourths of us are active on a social network called Elik. E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z. What's that? That was the first thing I did. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think these outros are starting to blend together. (laughs) 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 But one thing I know I haven't said yet is we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash CogwheelGaming. You can help us keep the lights on along with other Lester's patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, Janetalock, Mickey, Shanshen, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying, we named the dog Quincy. Good night, everybody. Good night.